Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to March. We are in the third month. The third month. We are in the first quarter of the year, almost finishing up the first quarter of the year. Yeah. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. That's what they say. 03-23. That's that's the oh, date. Twenty four. That's the oh three oh three twenty four. That's the date of the recording, dear. Um, I was about to say something about the lottery, but it was like we, this is twenty four. Yes, and um, for, we you, don't play lottery. You may you may those, be listening no, no, no. to us at a different date. So. Yeah, different date. Anyway, uh, welcome back. God bless you. We are so glad for you to join us. Uh, new new month, new topic, and we are going to be talking about. Encouragement. Encouragement. We all Being encouraged. need a little bit of encouragement. Yes. But I'm going to come at it from a different perspective. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what perspective you're going to come from, but when you mentioned that's what we were going to talk about, yes, I thought about David. David. David in the Bible there's a um, story or a scripture where it talked about David encouraging himself in the Lord. Yes. And so there comes a time where we encourage one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there may, may be moments where you need to encourage yourself in the Lord. So what are we going to talk about today, dear? En- encouraging one another. I know you're talking about David. Um, I think it has something to do with him and Saul. And he was running from Saul or something like that. Saul was trying yeah. to kill him. And people turned on him. And he's like, ah, that stone David. Ah, he was like, no. Ah. So anyway, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I want to, I feel like we're supposed to encourage one another right now. In a virtual podcast, we have no idea what's going on in anyone's lives who's probably listening to us, um, personal lives. But we want to encourage you that... This too shall pass, and you can, yeah, we we gonna, we want to encourage you. So. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the meaning of encouragement. Yes, dear. Let's start with the meaning of encouragement. Okay. Encouragement. I pop myself for you. Is the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. And that is what we are going to do today. And I think... Um, while the Lord gave this topic to my husband to encourage you all, I'm probably going to interject. Interject. Because this is Doug and Renee married life. I will probably talk about, as the Lord leads me, how you should encourage your spouse. Because I think that's important too. We are going to encourage you all, but we also want to remind you all how important it is, the married folk, mm-hmm. 
how important it is to encourage your spouse. And even for our singles out there who are listening to us, who desire to one day um, be married and it has not happened yet or get remarried if the first or second marriage or the previous marriage didn't work out. We want to encourage you that if you put your hope and trust in the Lord, I'm not saying it's going to work, work out according to your plan, but I am saying if you lean into the God and trust in the Lord and acknowledge him in all your ways, he'll direct your path. That's why I said I'm coming at this from a different perspective because I, I don't feel like sometimes we get encouraged in a balanced setting, in a balanced way. What, so do, you, what do you mean? And I, I don't, I'm trying not to say what I, what's in my mind, um, but I think sometimes when we, when we go to church and hear a message, sometimes it'll be like, oh, you know, when you get home, everything will be changed and everything may not change from the time you leave church to the time you get home. Okay. Whatever you are dealing with when you went to church, you may still wind up dealing with it when you get home from church. Okay. But what I want to do is present a balanced argument of if you look at it big picture, long term, I want to give you encouragement to make it through the process. Whatever your process is that you're going through, I want to give you encouragement to make it through. I'm not going to tell you in two days it'll be over, three days it'll be over. I'm not going to do that. But I am saying if you trust in the Lord, he'll bring you through it, if that makes sense. Yes, I understand um, you're saying sometimes people get a message that says um, that kind of hypes them up into everything's going to be great uh, and wonderful instantaneously. But you want to give them encouragement uh, through the season or through the the challenging time because it is eventually going to be all right, but it may not be all right tonight. It may Mm -hmm. not be all right today. It may not be all right this week, this month. But you need encouragement to stick it out, knowing that eventually it's going to work out for your good. Gotcha. this this, This message or this series, these next few weeks, will not be for the person or persons who gets who will receive the instantaneous blessing. This is for the person, persons who may have messed up over time, and now you're dealing with the consequences of your actions. Okay. This, is, this is where I'm coming from on, on, the, on the next few weeks. That's why I said I'm coming at this from a different perspective. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Let's so let's dive in. Dive in. All right. I wish I had the waters. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start off with a scripture. Uh, If you don't mind, Romans 6 and 23. And I believe this is the amplified version. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I think in the NIV it says for the wages of sin is death, but for the gift of God is eternal life. Something along those lines. Uh, I want to start off by saying God saves us 
from the wages or penalty of sin. This is encouragement. God will save you. You don't have to worry about, you know, if you accept the Lord um, into your heart, confess, believe that you don't have to worry about going to hell. If you have truly made a change and decided not to live that lifestyle, you said, Lord, come into my heart. I need you to be Lord and Savior. I need you to be my my master, my my king, my everything. And if you are truly following the Lord, uh, followers of the Lord, then you will be saved. And ultimately, you will be living in heaven with the rest of us. And that's a great thing. That is a great thing. God saves us from the penalty of sin. But for some of us, we still have to deal with the consequences of our sin. And that's where some of us get a little um, off track because God will save us from the penalty. But now you have to deal with people because you in your sinful state or in your selfish state, you did some things to people and now you have to deal with the consequences of the actions that you may have participated in. So how is this encouragement? This is encouragement from me because I'm the type of person where I don't believe in participation trophies. Um, I'm not that parent that says, oh, just because you participated in sports, you get a trophy or you get a medal. I don't, I'm not that parent. I know there are some parents out there. I'm just not that parent. I believe that you need to win something, participate. You need to win because life will teach you as you grow and mature and get jobs and careers that there are people rewarded for their results. So I'm not that person who just says, just because you try, you get a medal. I want to be that um, coach to tell you, hey, you messed up. You know you messed up. You're going to have to deal with the ramifications and repercussions of your actions down here on earth because you messed up. Whoever you hurt, they may not want you back. And somebody has to tell you this in a loving way. I, I mean no ill will. I mean no harm. And you say, how is this encouragement? Because some... Someone has to say this to you who has, as they say, no, no dog in the race. You messed up. Whoever you hurt may not want you back at this particular point in their time, in, in their lives. Uh, maybe you hurt, did something to your children, and now um, there is a gulf and they don't want to necessarily speak to you. I'm talking about all the children or maybe even younger children, um, spouses. Maybe you did something to your spouse or you you did something with the money or whatever it may be. You could just fill in the blank. But the, the bottom line is you messed up. They may not want you back. They may not let you back in their life right now. And this is how you have to understand. This is where you have to understand the consequences of your action. I know I was the type of person, and sometimes I still am, where I may have done something to Renee, 
And especially early on in our marriage. And I just got to the point where I'm like, well, you should get over it by now. I apologize. You should be over it. But learning my wife over the decades and the different type of classes and courses and seminars and what was that thing we took yesterday? Assessment. Oh, okay. Assessments that we've taken. I know she is totally different, totally opposite to me. And so it takes her time to, if I hurt her, it's going to take her time to, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, get over it? Not get know. over it. Process it? Process or? it. Um, I don't want to say get over it because that comes off too harsh. I don't know, deal with it? I don't know. It, I don't know what word you're looking it takes, for. It's going to take you time before you reconcile it in your brain and forgive me. That's the word I'm looking for. You may have, you may have forgiven me, but it's still going to take, there may still be some tension in the house or some friction in the house because of something I said or something I did. And early on in our marriage, I would say, especially after I, I got saved, I'm like, I apologize. You know, what, what more do you want? But it takes, you have to allow people grace. You have to allow people to be human. You have to allow people to have feelings. And just because you may have said something in a drunken stupor or did something while you were under the influence, you know, whether it was alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be. And you can't say, well, I'm sober now. Yeah, but you did something, you said something, and you have to allow people that time to process, to grieve, to work through their internal processes before they actually forgive you. And truth be told, they may never forgive you. You may ask for their forgiveness, but they may never forgive you for whatever it is you did or said. That's on them. You can ask for forgiveness. You can tell them you're sorry and you can be so sincere and apologetic and you can mean it. You could be crying snot bubbles and all that other stuff. Snot bubbles. Well, you can't cry snot bubbles. But I'm trying to say you can be as sincere and authentic when you're apologizing. But that does not mean at that particular point in time, the person who you are apologizing to has to forgive you. Make sense to you? Mm-hmm. So this is my encouragement. I don't even know how long we're going to be on this for, for this podcast. But there are some synonyms for encouragement. And here's what the dictionary calls. I, I would reserve some of them for different, different. areas. Um, what you mean? I don't want to give them all of them right now because some of them uh, are going to be more applicable to different areas of encouragement as we go along the way. Okay. But um, if if we're going to give them some of the synonyms now for encouragement based on what you just shared, I think um, one of the things we want to use is, believe it or not, faith Mm -hmm. is a synonym of encouragement. So faith in God, we want you to have faith. Um, we want you to have fortitude. You know, fortitude means you you got to stick you got to stick that thing out 
whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is, whether it was, you know, my husband likes to use the the term self-inflicted or whatever it is that you was going to going through. Um, you got to have faith. You got to have uh, fortitude. Um, one of my favorite words is optimism. Um, you got to be an optimist. You got to, even though you don't see the your the other side, you want to be an optimist and have reassurance. That's another synonym for encouragement, reassurance. So, you know, we, we want to encourage you in a sense. We want to reassure you. We want to give you um, an optimistic viewpoint. We want to uh, incentivize you to keep going. Because incentive is another word for encouragement. To just keep fighting the good fight of faith. Um, there's a scripture in Romans 8 and 28 that says, All things work together for the good of those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose. So if all things work together for the good, that means your mess, the mess you're in, the mess you made, whatever you went through, whatever you and your spouse are going through, whatever it is, God says all things work together to the good of them. Who? The ones who love God. Mm-hmm the ones who are called according to his purpose. So if you love God truly and you are called according to his purpose, all things are going to work out for your good. So we want to encourage you to keep the faith, keep the fortitude. Your incentive is you are going to have eternal life. Stay optimistic. Have the reassurance that Christ has you, that Christ that, that God will never leave you nor forsake you, and you will see the fruits of your stick to and the, the fruits of your fortitude. And you, when you were talking, I was looking at the words and faith, keep the faith. I just want to stick on um, that word right now. Keep the faith in God. Don't keep the faith in you. Don't have the faith in other people. Um, God will never fail you. I'm not saying everything we ask God for, he gives us, because there have been prayers that I've prayed earnestly. And I was like, Lord, I need da-da-da-da. I wish, do you know, want this to happen, that to happen. And it didn't happen. So God does not give you everything you ask for, at least in my life. I can say every prayer I've prayed um, for something, God didn't necessarily give it to me, but I keep, I want you to keep your faith in God. And if that means however you need, whatever you need to do to, to keep your faith, let some people go, change your phone number, whatever you need to do, stop hanging around certain people. Um, You need to understand. And again, this is a word of encouragement. I, I really want you to be encouraged that God will never let you down. We may let each other down. We may let ourselves down, but God will never let you down. He'll never put more on you than you're able to bear. I just want to be that sobering voice in the wilderness telling you, you can make it. If you just put one foot in front of the other and just keep going in the right direction. 
You put one foot in front of the other. Don't worry about how far you have to go. Just worry about, am I going in the right direction? And I believe, like Renee said, it'll work out in the end. I don't want to sit here and lie and say, well, God told me your wife is going to come back or your husband is going to come back or your kids are going to call you in 30 days. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is give them time. Whoever, whomever you may have hurt or offended or did something wrong to. And it's like, okay, I wasn't in my right mind. I'm so sorry. You know, whatever it may be, whether it was drunk driving, whatever it may be, for some reason that that just popped into my head, whatever it may be, I don't know. But I do know this. Just keep the faith in God. Keep your faith in God. Your fortitude. Excuse me. Just understand that it's a process and you'll you'll see it through. I just believe if you just keep walking towards God and believing that he's going to work it out some kind of way, it'll work out. And I I just want to be as clear as I possibly can by saying, I'm not saying your spouse is coming back. I'm not saying they're going to ask you to move back in. I'm not saying they're not going to ask you to move out. I'm not saying any of those things. I am saying there are consequences to our sin. God saves us from the penalty of sin, but there are consequences to our sin. And somebody has to tell you that, or so you won't be alarmed when people like they're mad at you. You're like, well, why are you mad at me? But I, I apologize. I, I remember early on in our marriage when I got saved, I, we were still be arguing and it wasn't intense fellowship. We were arguing and, <laughs> And I would tell Renee, well, I'm saved, so you can't. That, that, I hurt Renee. I, did, I don't even remember what I did to hurt her, but I know I hurt her. And I had to allow her the time and the space to process and reconcile and grow and forgive. And not just forgive, but get to the point where not just she forgave me, but she literally forgot, you know, what it was we were arguing about or whatever I did that only God can do certain things. Only God can do that. I can't, and you cannot rush somebody to forgive you to the point where they forget whatever it is you did to them. Only the Holy spirit can do that. You cannot do it. So don't try. It's just going to frustrate you, frustrate them, And they're going to say things like you're just trying to manipulate me to get back in my good graces and so on and so forth. And especially if this is a pattern of behavior where you've done this on multiple occasions. I want to encourage you. Oh, I want to encourage you that if you've done this on multiple occasions and your spouse has been like trying to give you warning after warning. What? I don't even know. (laughs) It's going to be okay in the end. Okay. I've been waiting to chime in. (laughs) You had your finger up. Yeah, I've been been waiting for uh, to to chime in. Um, So I hear in the spirit, um, as my husband is speaking, somebody is saying, but 
you know, for the wages of sin or death, you know, the scripture he read. And we have, you know, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost people listening, say, you know, I'm saved. I, I don't sin anymore, you know, and that's that's beautiful. You do not practice sin. Right. But we the Bible tells us we're all sinners. Right. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so you have to remember that um, we're all imperfect people. So maybe you didn't sin, but you made a mistake. Um, Mm, That's good. So just be careful not to get so caught up in, I don't sin anymore. I don't lie, cheat, steal, you know, I don't do any, you know, do any of those things, but we all make mistakes. We are in this flesh. We are human. We all need to be encouraged in the Lord. We all need to be encouraged to do better. We all have to be encouraged in some way every day in our lives, Um, whether it's just to be a better wife, a better husband, to have faith that God is going to bring us through a difficult season or to have faith that our children are going to get saved or to have faith that, you know, we're going to get healed or to have faith that, you know, we're going to get a better job or we're going to get a job or to have faith, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. encouragement can mean a whole lot of things. So we're not saying, because I again, I felt in the spirit that somebody was saying, but I don't sin, I'm not a sinner. Well, we're all sinners, saved by grace. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The word tells us that. But we all make mistakes. We all need encouragement. Even if right now we're doing everything that we know to do, to everything there's a time and a season, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to be born, a time to die a time to mourn. So whatever season you're in, we want to encourage you. So maybe there's somebody who's having a good season. Mm -hmm. We want to encourage you to still keep the faith because sometimes when you're in a good season, we kind of forget to keep the faith. We kind of forget to pray. We forget to trust God because everything's going well. It's usually when things are going bad where we fall to our knees and submit. Don't wait until that happens. Why do you want that to be the only time that you pray? Mm-hmm. Because then God may say, well, she needs to or he needs to always have a hard time on it in their life because that's the only time they come and talk to me. Humble themselves. Yeah. So maybe we need to encourage somebody who you're in a great season your marriage is great, praise the Lord. Your children are doing well. Your finances are good. You got a good job. You know, everything is going well. You're serving in church. You just haven't, everything is going well. Keep the faith. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep doing all of the things to keep you connected to God. Because when a season comes where things aren't so great, you have already built yourself up in your most holy faith. You have already prayed up and built up um, and stored up, um, what is it, with God, um, that relationship. Like so, your, your bank, your, your personal bank. Your personal bank. Yeah, you have like a something, you know. Spiritual a, bank. You have your, your savings yeah. 
or something, you know, built up, something to fall back on, so to speak. Um, and so I wanted to encourage you because, you know, maybe you're not, um, sin is not at the forefront right now. Maybe it's not something going wrong. We still want to encourage you to keep trusting God and still keep believing God because um, we all need encouragement every day of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, dear. And I guess we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.